Momentum 2021 for the Oklahoma Visual Arts Coalition, and Mills on Wheels Norman. Help us support these great events by visiting ValorAuto.com. The law firm of Ward & Glass has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Ward & Glass has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Ward & Glass at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit us online at wardglasslaw.com. Live from the Ref Sports Radio Network, powered by Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time to get locked in to the best Sooner recruiting and football news with Tyler McComas and Parker Thune. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Interact with the show by hitting the guys up on the Rod Polston Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Or text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Do it! Just do it! Now, with Locked In, here's Tyler McComas and Parker Thune. I hate this attention, so say what you got to say. That's, we'll that's get out of the way. That's, that's part of the reason why I'm doing it. Okay. Happy birthday, Thank Tyler. You. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. 32 years old today. My God, halfway to 64. Where did the Woo. time go? Woo. Watch out. Man. Second round of uh, the NCAA tournament. How about that? Pretty pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, 32 years old today. Yeah, appreciate that, Drake. Uh, it is my birthday today. Drake is in one more day for Parker. Parker's on vacation. He'll be back with us tomorrow. And where it is uh, normally a happy day on your birthday, it is kind of a sad day in the sports world for me because it means that college football is officially over, and what am I supposed to do for the next six months, right? And what do you always get the day after a college football season is over? You get (laughs) way too early top 25 rankings. And news alert to everyone – Everyone nationally thinks OU is going to suck next year, just in case you haven't heard. Oh, um, ESPN has OU at number 17 in the way-too-early top 25 poll. Stuart Mandel of The Athletic barely has OU in the top 25. He has them at number 25 uh, in his way-too-early top 25 poll. Joel Klatt doesn't even have OU in the top 10. So judging by everyone nationally, geez. I just hope they can figure out a way to win eight games next year and just get into some sort of a uh, meaningful bowl game. Expectations nationally aren't looking too high for OU going into next year. But, hey, instead of all that, because I adamantly disagree with placing OU at 17 or 25 or 22 or anything like that, I've actually got a handful of reasons why OU is still going to be a pretty good football team next year. And at number one... The number one reason why I think they're still going to be pretty good in 2022 is the reason why everybody's knocking OU nationally right now. I think the quarterback's play, I think the QB play is going to be better. And a lot of people say, "What, dude, what are you talking about? Caleb Williams is about to announce that he's going to USC. Spencer Rattler is at the other USC out on the East Coast playing for South Carolina next year. Well, let, let's take a look at what... Caleb Williams did in the three biggest football games of the season, right? And by now you know it wasn't all that great. He went 9 of 18 for 142 yards, 
No touchdowns, two picks against Baylor, and he got pulled that game. Iowa State, 8 of 18 for 87 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And then against Oklahoma State, he went 20 of 39 for 252, three touchdowns, no interceptions. All in all in those three games, 37 to 75, 481, four touchdowns, three interceptions. I don't know who's going to start at OU next year. It's probably going to be either Dylan Gabriel or going to be Jackson Dart. What I'm telling you is with a different approach offensively, maybe approach where OU has more of a commitment to the run game, um, more experience at the position, especially if it's Dylan Gabriel, I'm telling you, and I know it's going to be a shock to a lot of people, my number one reason why OU's getting disrespected in the way-too-early polls, I think cute quarterback play is not only going to be better than what people think, I think it is, is going to be better than what it was this year with Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler. It's a big if, right? But let's not, acting, let's not act like I'm, I'm saying that they are going to replicate Baker Mayfield or Kyler, num- Kyler Murray numbers this year. I think the QB play will be better next year. I, I don't think it's a stretch of the imagination because the quarterback play just wasn't great last year. And a moment of truth for me, too, while you were running down that entire scenario, just because of the chaos that we've had the last six, seven weeks, I completely forgot that Caleb Williams was pulled in the Baylor game yeah. just because of how insane Everything has been the last uh, six weeks, so that's on me. But uh, goodness gracious, what what a mind bleep that all is! But you would have to assume that also the attention to detail overall with having Jerry Schmidt, the guy that is the most well thought of strength and conditioning guy, coming in uh, working with uh, guys like uh, Bill Bedenboe once again. You would think that offensive line wise, defensive line wise, those guys be a little bit bigger, be in better shape perhaps next year as well. Yep. So if you're able to win the games in the trenches, which they weren't able to do and against OSU, against Baylor, largely against Iowa State at times, then that's another recipe for success as well. Yeah, number two, is it, is it, it's exactly that, running game. Yeah. I, I, hey, guys, get ready. It's going to be awesome when you have an offensive coordinator – that will not only commit to the run game, but by God, Jeff Levy's going to stick with the run game too when it's working. Uh, no more of this uh, having a 25-yard gain and then like, ah, let's throw it the next two downs. We kind of got them on their heels defensively a little bit. We're running right at these guys. Nah, let's 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 go to the let's go to the throw game here. No way, Jeff Levy. He's he's got numbers. He's he's getting somebody in the run game. OU's running it down. Somebody they're going to commit to the run game, and they're going to stick with the run game. And everything that you just said about Jerry Schmidt is absolutely true. The offensive line play has not been good the past two years. There's no doubt about it. Now, some of that obviously is on Bill Biedenboe, but I think a lot of that too could be on the strength and conditioning. Man, the strength and conditioning will be improved, and if there's a position group where I think that we're going to tell that this offseason has really helped out, I think it's going to be this offensive line. So number two for me is I think the running game will be more potent. I I like the backs that they have in that stable coming in next year. So if my top two reasons are run game and quarterback play as to why I think that this team will be better than what people think um, nationally, that's two pretty good places to start for OU in 2022. Yeah, and the thing that you liked from the Alamo Bowl too as far as the stable running backs is that and obviously they weren't going up against the full complement of Oregon's defense, but 
Marcus Major, Eric Gray, both had their best looking like they actually looked like guys that could potentially step in next year and be the starting the number one running back for this Oklahoma team next year so that's one thing and then you've got two guys that are coming into this uh in this 2022 recruiting class that are very promising as well so yeah all that being said you would think that a commitment to the running game and the one game to where you had three guys essentially in the backfield that were productive came under the offensive coordination of not Lincoln Riley, but Cale Gundy. So you would think that with an entire offseason to prepare, build up those guys and get them in the mindset of possibly being the guy, it's going to be interesting to see what the run game will do next year. If I can't sell you on the quarterback play being better, if I can't sell you on the running game being better next year, well, surely... I can sell you on tackling being better next year. And, and no, I can't sit here and promise you that you know tackling is going to be you know Georgia or Alabama-esque next season, but there's going to be more of a attention to detail on it. Tackling will be better. It, it may still have its flaws at times early in the season, but I believe this defense will be a better tackling unit because I think the coaching is going to be better. I think that there's going to be more discipline. I think that they're going to pay more attention to the details that matter, especially in games last night in the national championship game. So overall, I think the coaching is going to be better, which is really going to impact this defense. Fundamentally, this defense may not be as talented as it was a year ago, but I think fundamentally this defense is going to be better. So there's reason number three why I think that this team could be better. I've given you two on offense. Here's one on defense now where, yeah, they're going to run, they're going to rally, and they're going to be able to tackle the, uh, the ball carriers next season. I feel pretty good about that third one, man. I definitely feel a lot better. That they're going to be a lot better at tackling. Yeah, I, I, the, the one thing that we knew – we knew when Brent Venables was hired, we, we had the idea that Jeff Levy would probably be the offensive coordinator once. This was all floating out there that it sounded like it was going to be Venables for that, like, what was it, like a three- to four-day stretch. That the thought was that if Venables comes, it's going to be Jeff Levy as the offensive coordinator. Let's go. And you've got arguably the best defensive coordinator in all of college football, and then you've got the best offensive coordinator in all of college football. Yeah, it's, it's not much of a sell for OU fans based on the defense that you've seen the last five years, really since Brent left, Yep, that things would be better moving forward. He's putting together a staff that he is picking his guys, and it's not necessarily guys that are fitting this formula that uh, really Lincoln Riley identified with. And I think that that's the important thing is Brent Venables is picking guys based on attributes that he's seen in his vast array of experience as and success as an assistant coach as things that make successful assistance and help make your program more successful. That's that's the key to me is Brent surrounding himself with guys that just about every guy that you see out there that is brought onto the staff, everybody looks at and says, oh, well, that's a great hire. Every single guy. And it, the offensive staff mostly was intact, with the exception of bringing in Levy. But the every one of those defensive guys, I mean, they are coming from programs that are uh, cream of the crop yeah. for the most part. 
Uh, and, and then lastly, the most important one of them all, the most important factor is schedule. This is going to be, it definitely has a chance to be one of the worst schedules that we've seen for an OU football team in a long, long time. I mean, you talk about a layup of a non-conference schedule, UTEP, Kent State, I'm sure you're going to get Nebraska's best shot next year in Lincoln. Whatever that means, that hasn't proven to mean very much over the course of the past 20 years or so. But uh, it's a soft non-conference schedule. And, hey, I I know in a lot of these way-too-early top 25 polls, boy, some people out there are bullish on Kansas State. Boy, some people like what Oklahoma State's bringing back next year. But I believe the Big 12 is not going to be a very good league next year outside of Baylor and outside of Oklahoma, and outside of the Baylor game, outside of your toughest game of the year, which you get in Norman, by the way. Yeah, and those other two teams that you mentioned, those games are in Norman as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kansas State's in Norman. Uh, Baylor's in Norman. Oklahoma State's in Norman. Uh, We know the issue that the Texas game, you know, presents every single year, but the point is, this is a very favorable schedule next year with all the toughest games, either at a neutral site venue or at home. Like, your toughest true road game next year is where? Lincoln? If we're talking about the Nebraska Cornhuskers being your toughest true road game out there, then point made about this being one of the easiest schedules we've seen for OU in a long, long time. So, hey, that's all I'm saying. I respect some of these guys nationally, but I think that they're really off on their way-too-early predictions about OU next year. No, they, they won't be a top two or top three team next year, but they'll be a hell of a lot better than 17 or 25 or not even the top 10 at all. I'll still have this team as of right now as a top 10 team entering the season, and that's even acknowledging that Caleb Williams is most likely going to be playing for USC. And, and that's the problem with these way too early polls too, right? I mean, that like we don't even know what other guys OU might get in this the rest of this recruiting class who might still come in as far as the transfer portal. All of that, it, the the, it's not as dumb as Joel and Artie putting out the uh, way too early uh, bracketology the day after the national championship and uh, for basketball, but it's pretty close to just go ahead and project as far as your top twenty-five for next year. Okay, yeah, we don't need it. We know that Georgia and Alabama are going to be good. We know that Clemson will be good. That's fine. We know who is going to be for the most part. It's just cannon fodder out there for us to be able to talk about and for you to have a easy column to write yeah uh I, this is going to be a really fun off season because I, i'm looking at, at all these polls and i look I, i'm not using it as the gospel or anything because everyone's predictions outside of yeah ohio state georgia and alabama are pretty far off but there's a couple constants in these way too early polls and that's that AM's getting a whole lot of love buddy A&M's getting a whole lot of love to make it to the college football playoff next year. Arkansas is getting a whole lot of love going into next year. And I don't think that I have to tell anyone what normally happens when Arkansas and A&M go through an entire offseason where uh, everyone thinks that they're going to be top 10 or even top 5 football teams. Uh, Same thing that usually happens to UT, right? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So everyone's high on Arkansas. Everyone's high on A&M. Some are really high on Utah. So, okay, but Oklahoma not getting the uh, respect that it probably deserves, which 
I'll tell you one guy that probably loves that. I bet you Brent Vittables is all about this right now. He probably loves the spots that this team is going to enter 2022 in. I mean, he's trying to change a culture. He's trying to, to motivate. He's trying to do all the things right now. And if everyone nationally thinks his team's going to suck in year one, let's go, baby. You and I might be annoyed by it a little bit, but Brent Venables, he is uh, all over this, I promise you. Well, and you know that Jerry Schmidt this. loves it, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you don't want to run? Uh, yeah. uh, being number 17, that's good enough for you? Uh, okay, get out of here, totally. please. 100%. All right, Air Cover Solutions text line. Hit us up. We'll get to those next segment, 651-3439. OU at Texas tonight in hoops. Porter Moser's first rivalry game as the head coach of the Sooners. We'll talk about that and more coming up next. It is Locked In with McComas and Thune right here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. From Norman, to Lawton, to Clinton, to Oklahoma City, to Tulsa, and beyond, the Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. And when you're away, never miss a second with the Sports Talk 1400 app. You're simply the best. Happy New Year from all of us here at Riverwind. Come kick off 2022 in the best way. With a big win on the best new game. Don't miss our $80,000 Rockin' and Reelin' giveaway. With five times entries, Mondays and Tuesdays. This might just be your best year yet. You're simply the best. Yeah, hi there. My name is Bob and I, I need some help. Uh, I haven't filed my taxes in over five years. Um, I haven't told my wife about it. And I really need to figure this thing out. Hi, uh, my husband and I owe about $14,000 in back taxes, and I'm afraid um, we might end up losing our business. I really don't want that to happen. I'm Rod Polston, founder at Polston Tax. We get calls like these all the time. Good, hardworking people who don't know where to turn when they're facing tax problems. Yeah, I've been getting these letters from the IRS. I don't know what I should do. At Polston Tax, we know what to do when it comes to dealing with the IRS. We've helped more than 2,000 individuals in the last year alone save over $17 million in back taxes. Call us today for a no-risk-free consultation so we can develop a plan specifically for you. Call Polston Tax at 405-928-5597. That's 405-928-5597. Oh, hell no. Uh, what the hell are we going to do now? Well, we can't let our roof go to hail. Oh, hey, neighbors. Oh, that was one hail of a storm. Wonder how everyone made out. Yeah, we're uh, going to have to get our roof inspected. That's not a bad idea. Don't let your roof go to hell. Get a free inspection from Whitney Roofing and Guttering today. Contact the pros, WhitneyRoofingandGuttering.com. Act fast. Many insurance companies will cover a full replacement within the first year after storm damage. Call Whitney Roofing and Guttering, 405-229-3551. Well, doggone it. What happened, Uncle? I broke my daggone MacBook. Hey, no problem, Uncle. You know what? We'll call Bob and Chuck at the Mac Man. Bob and Chuck have more than 60 years combined experience repairing Macs and caring for Mac owners. We can call them up right now at 405-794-8114. That's 405-794-8114. Or reach out to them online at theokcmacman.com. The Mac Man is proudly Oklahoma's most experienced Apple-authorized service provider. 
Big Boys Guns, Ammo, and Range is Oklahoma's largest family-owned, climate-controlled gun range. Shop our huge selection of new and used firearms and try before you buy with any of our hundreds of rentals on site. Big Boys Guns offers private lessons and classes for all skill levels at our 24-lane gun range with distances up to 25 yards. While you're there, ask about our many services such as appraisals, cleaning, board siding, and more. Just three miles west of Will Rogers Airport or at BigBoysGunsAndAmmo.com. The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Locked in with McComas and Thune right here on The Ref. Tyler McComas, Straight Dyken is with us inside the Brown O'Haver studio today. Parker will be back tomorrow. couple things uh, transfer portal related as it pertains to OU. Chubba Purdy and his family landed in the great state of Oklahoma around 1 o'clock today for their recruiting visit. Uh, I know that because Chubba Purdy's mom uh, tweeted that out earlier. So the Purdy family... Going to be in Norman for the next couple days. Uh, an offer has been sent out. We'll see what uh, Chubba Check uh, you announces. out. Yeah. Stalking out uh, all the moms on Twitter. Yeah, time. it actually got retweeted onto my timeline. There you so go. So I've I only seen that. this tweet about no six or seven times. No stalking necessary. No stalking necessary. Nah, I'm not really big on following the players or the recruits <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, or their moms. And I really don't have to because, again, if anything it, is noteworthy, it, gets put on your it always yeah. gets put on my timeline. So I'm good there. Uh, the other one that I'll mention, and this one just happened. I, I believe his first name's Makai. Makai Wingo out of Mizzou. He was an all-SEC freshman team member this past season. He's a defensive lineman, six foot one, two seventy-five, and he just released a top four of OU, USC, LSU, and Arkansas. So OU very much in the running right now. For a pretty good young defensive lineman out of Mizzou, six foot one, two seventy-five, he was an All SEC freshman team member this past season. So, a uh, lot going on in the transfer portal right now for OU. Uh, definitely expect to hear about some names committing here in the next week or so. And you know, obviously, we're keeping an eye on Jackson Dart as well. There's a report out there that he's going to take a visit to OU this weekend. So, um, <laughs> very, very, very active right now for this new coaching staff and. Trying to get some players on board for next season. And then uh, outgoing, potentially, is uh, Latrell McCutcheon. Yes, too, so. yes, yeah, which is uh, not really all that surprising. Kind of heard that that was going to be the case uh, yesterday, but yeah. some of the tweets that his dad sent out during the season, I wouldn't say that it shocks anyone that yeah. uh, Latrell will not. And it wasn't, you know, in, in his statement that he put out on Twitter today, 
it wasn't one of those where you think, oh, yeah, this might be a guy that enters into the portal and maybe comes back. You know, the the words that were used, it was, yeah, this guy is entering into the portal with the, you know, the thought of never coming back. So I, I would not expect Latrell McCutcheon to be uh, on OU's roster next season. Yeah, which uh, on, on the spectrum of guys that have entered the transfer portal, Latrell McCutcheon just doesn't move the meter at all. <laughs> I mean, no, not really. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like, as you were alluding to, it sounds like he had a very close relationship with the defensive back coaches that were here, and now they're gone. And I don't know. It doesn't sound like there was any gelling there with the new uh, set of coaches. Yeah, um, best of luck to him, but not really all that big of a loss for OU IMO, in my opinion. Uh, what do we got? Anything on the text line before we move on uh, to this big ba- big basketball game tonight? Got plenty on the text okay. line. Uh, Once point out here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, UTEP and K- Kent State were both bowl teams last Uh-oh. year. So, uh, FYI, the home schedule is very favorable with most of our tough games, as we pointed out last segment. Um, let's see. I I think that uh, Teddy Lehman might be texting into the show. Because it wants to remind you about Caleb Williams uh, making the greatest play in college football history against uh, Kansas. He probably is, yeah, actually. It might be him. He probably is. You know, I, I talk smack about <laughs> this uh, next year's schedule as if this year's schedule was, you know, j- just some big deal. Um, Tulane was a pretty bad football team. We saw that this year. You barely beat him. Oh, you barely beat a lot of teams this year, okay? Yeah. But I, the, the point is, I think this schedule might be worse. And I think next year's OU football team is actually going to be better than this year's OU football team. I don't think that you're going to see OU fumble around with a bunch of scrubs like they did this season. And you can quote me on that one. I, feel free to remember that one if, if you feel like you January need January 11th, on the day of Tyler McComas's 32nd birthday, he makes that declaration. Remember it. Um, uh, Jimmy in Tulsa wants to wish you a happy birthday on the text line. It's Jimmy in Tulsa's birthday as well. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, how about uh-huh. that? Happy birthday, cool. Jimmy. Um, let's see. Old school MJ says offensive line play needs to be ferocious like Ben Powers and Cody Ford were in 2018. Uh, Orlando Brown on that uh, team. Yeah, well. I hey, look, they, they, need to, they need to be 2018-esque. I, I don't expect them to be 2018-esque next year, but... You know, that offensive line at least had a mean streak to it. You know, it was physical. I, I don't think that there's any way that you're going to see an offensive line next year that's remotely as talented as that one, but could they could they get back to being that physical? I, I think that that's realistic, and that's probably the main goal that Bill Biedenboe is going to set out for that O-line group next year. Yeah, and I mean, the, the key point there is it's kind of like what we talk about with uh, playing de- the type of defense that OU basketball plays is the physicality, it's more so a mentality, right? It's a, the, the approach that you come to the game with. So that's something that you can change overnight. Now, can you overnight be that physical and be that imposing like that 18 team was to where they could control the line of scrimmage even against a great Georgia defense like they did in that Rose Bowl game? Well, no, that was a Joe Moore award-winning team, and then you've got uh, four, five guys that were on that roster that are on NFL rosters yeah. right now. So, yeah, you're not going to uh, be able to replicate that overnight, but uh, can you see growth there? Absolutely. Uh, any more before we move on here? A uh, couple more. Let's just get a couple more here on the Air Coverage Solutions text line. Coaching will be better because there will be an inclusive approach to offensive game plan between coaches, not an exclusive plan. 
Yeah, I look, I, I think the running game is going to be way more active next year. I think the running game is going to be better, which in turn is going to help out Dylan Gabriel or whoever else is quarterback at OU next year. We've seen uh, an OU offense without a steady running game last year compared to OU offenses with a great running game. 2017, 2018, 2019, it's, it's, not, it's not really close. OU's been great offensively, but the catalyst, when they've been at their best, has been good running games. And I think OU will have a better run game than what they had this year. I, I, I really believe that. Yeah, and whenever you really started to see OU take that stride in 17 is when Rodney Anderson oh, yeah. really started taking off. Totally, totally. So. Um, what am I missing with Texas? And I'm talking basketball now, because I'm not really seeing why they're ranked in the top 25. I'm not seeing why they should be favored by six and a half points tonight because I'm looking at their entire resume. And granted, we're still, you know, relatively early on in the season, but, you know, Texas played at this point. How many basketball games do they play? They played 15 basketball games. That's a decent sample size. And the best teams that they played, they, they've lost. Now, no shame to losing to the Zags, especially early on in the year. But Texas got ran by Gonzaga early in the season. Um, they go to Seton Hall, and they lose that game. They go to Stillwater on Saturday against a struggling Oklahoma State team and really put up nothing offensively and lose by double digits in GIA. So I, I think that there's a 21 by Texas name right now, not because of anything that they put on the floor this year, but because of the massive preseason expectations that follow Chris Beard from Lubbock to Austin, Texas. There is nothing about Texas' resume so far this season that would lead you to believe they're, they're by far and away better than Oklahoma. Now, they're a six-and-a-half-point favorite tonight, and maybe Texas plays a great game at home, and, and maybe that, they cover that six-and-a-half, but I'm looking at it saying, man, I think OU's got a great chance to win this game. If you get a similar effort as to what OU put out in the final 12 minutes on Saturday – um, if you obviously get that kind of shot making and get that kind of defense, OU plays good ball tonight. They're going to go down in Austin and win. I think that this is a Texas team that's a little bit overrated. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's fair to say. I, I don't necessarily know what it is that has gotten captured the national fascination with UT this year either. I mean, uh, they do have talent on that team, but they don't have the big imposing seven footer like they do a lot of years. They and uh, I mean. A lot of it has to do with the perception of Chris Beard. I mean, you mentioned it. That's the that's the thing right there. And it, it's because of the shift in philosophy that I had just mentioned with Porter Moser's team is that the, the thing that you know won't have a night off is the effort defensively because Chris Beard just won't let that happen. Yeah. So, but there were also – I don't understand why that shifted for UT because that wasn't always – the glance that Texas Tech got. So I, I, I can't explain it because I don't understand it myself. I do have enough respect for Chris Beard to yeah. think that his team is going to bounce back and play really hard and be super physical on their home floor after that loss to Oklahoma State. I, I think you're going to get a good effort from Texas, but what I'm telling you is like, even if Texas comes out and plays really hard, like in, in no way are they going to resemble what a top five or a top ten team in college basketball looks like. Really, they're a team that – it's not very good offensively. At least they really haven't been for the majority part of this season. And OU, on the other hand, OU's actually coming in playing pretty good offensively right now. We saw what Bijan Cortez did, uh, only scoring four points on Saturday. What Mo Gibson is 16 of his last 38 from three point range. So I, I know some people might look and say, ooh, six and a half point dogs on the road. I don't know. This one's looking good. 
I might be close to picking OU to win this game by the by the end of the show today. Oh yeah, I I feel the same way. I and won't be shocked at all if OU goes down there and wins. Yeah, I I mean the feeling isn't this isn't a team that ha- is just so stacked and loaded with uh, NBA talent that if OU that OU can go down there play a really good game and still lose. Like I feel like if OU goes out and plays their best game, I don't feel like just based on what little I've seen, it's been minuscule for UT and that basketball team. But uh, them not having Mitchell tonight will be big, uh, as has been reported out there. Um, people reporting that he's supposed to be in uh, COVID protocol still tonight, and I think that he missed the game in Gallagher Iba as well over the weekend. So. Um, I feel like OU, if they are able to play their game, they're hitting shots, if they are around that 50% from field goal range, that uh, field goal percentage, that they're going to be fine. Yeah. Now, if Texas does win this game, I I, I bet I can point to one thing of what's going to happen tonight, and it's actually very similar to the Iowa State game, is if you want to talk about a flaw with this OU basketball team, well, you might bring up rebounding and what we saw against Baylor but you're probably also going to bring up, well, for as good as they are at times, they do turn the ball over. I mean, they're one of the worst teams in the country in terms of turning the ball over offensively. And Texas, much like Iowa State, the one thing that they do well, they do a good job of turning you over. So OU did a really good job, for the most part, against Iowa State of taking care of the basketball. You've got to be able to do that tonight and do not allow Texas to have easy buckets, especially when they're struggling offensively like they are right now. Fewer foot stomps on the uh, court side for Porter Moser is a good thing for OU. Because you get uh, every single time uh, OU gives up the ball to the other team, you can bet that there's going to be a uh, reverberating foot stomp on the court side for OU. Yeah, uh, I was sitting there on Saturday just watching him. It, it's hard to watch the game when Porter Moser is on the sideline. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I I want to just watch him the entire Trust time. Me, he, he's standing like six feet away from me at the home game. So, yeah, I can I can totally understand. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard not to watch him. You, like, and anyone does, you know, something wrong, takes a bad shot, If especially if it's early in the game, you can bet. He's like, get it. He's like yelling at somebody. Oh, to, yeah. It, it's it's it's, it's hilarious how quick of a trigger he has too. If uh, if somebody just turns the ball over, they can just have checked into the game. He's like, get him out of there. Get him out of there. Uh, by the way, OU Texas. That's at seven thirty tonight on the Longhorn Network. I know I'm rolling my eyes too. I don't know what channel Longhorn Network is on. I don't know if I have the Longhorn Network because why on God's earth would I ever watch that lame channel? But if you are watching, wanting to watch the basketball game tonight, which you should. Uh, figure out somewhere where you can turn it on the Longhorn Network. Um, so it's, that's that's yeah, what it's going to be. Just go ahead and turn down the audio, turn up T-Row. Yes, yeah. this is this is the perfect night to turn down yeah. the audio of the TV and to turn up T-Row and Kevin Henry. Uh, 100% agree with that. All right, we got a couple more segments remaining today in Locked In with McComas and Thune. We'll get to more of your texts coming up next. More Sooners on the other side right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. 
the Women's Choice Awards are in for 2021, naming Norman Regional Health System as one of the country's best hospitals in multiple categories. These awards put Norman Regional in the top 10% in heart, stroke, and emergency care in the country. Norman Regional undergoes rigorous evaluations and prides itself on offering personalized care that caters to the needs of women. Visit normanregional.com to learn more. See you later, darling. I'm heading out to Central New Holland. Not today, George. Remember, we have plans. Yeah, I'm going out there to Central New Holland, West I-40, Council Exit, South Service Road. And I'm going to pick up some parts and drop the baler off for a tune-up. Why don't you do it online at centralnewholland.net? Well, because picking up parts is a lot more fun in person. And as for service, well, you can't email a baler, darling. Did you know that Central New Holland has serviced everything we've ever bought there? New Holland tractors, balers, skid steers, with genuine New Holland service and genuine New Holland parts. Soon as we finish renewing our vows. Our vows? I thought we just did that. We did, George, but remember you failed the emissions test? Well, darling, I'm sure that happens a lot. Not right in the middle of the ceremony. For crying out loud, they had to evacuate the building. Oh, yeah, I remember. When the job is on the line, Central is a friend of mine. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with the Sports Talk 1400 app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search Sports Talk 1400 in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it. All on the Sports Talk 1400 app. Hey guys, when you're looking for the best deals on liquor, a great beer selection, and the friendliest staff in Norman, head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits. TJ Perry here for my friends over at Joe's Wines. And with the new year upon us, maybe you're out of stock at home after all of those holiday parties and guests. Joe's Wines has the best prices in town, the staff's always there to help you out, and there's always great monthly specials. So do what I do, head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits right here in Norman, 1330 East Alameda, or visit their Facebook page for the latest deals. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Oh, hell no. Uh, what the hell are we going to do now? Well, we can't let our roof go to hail. Oh, hey, neighbors. Oh, that was one hail of a storm. wonder how everyone made out. Yeah, we're uh, going to have to get our roof inspected. That's not a bad idea. Don't let your roof go to hell. Get a free inspection from Whitney Roofing and Guttering today. Contact the pros, WhitneyRoofingandGuttering.com. Act fast. Many insurance companies will cover a full replacement within the first year after storm damage. Call Whitney Roofing and Guttering, 405-229-3551. You might know that State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has great service. Cindy is your good neighbor after all. But did you know that State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Norman. So call State Farm agent Cindy Nasher at 405-307-0500 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements.
Welcome back. Locked in with McComas and Thune. Minus the Thune part today. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, I'm not particularly happy with Parker right now because it is the anniversary of the Dez Cotic game. As a Cowboys fan, I am inclined to believe that uh, Dez did indeed caught it. Uh, Parker made his thoughts known today on Twitter that Dez did not caught it. So um, <laughs> um, you know, we already have some issues here. Did uh, did you see? You've seen the Dez Bryant Uber Eats commercial, right? Yes, <laughs> that, yes. that is fantastic, is yeah. it not? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is awesome. Uh, by the way, it's Tuesday, so that means next hour on the Rush at three twenty. Program guy Bob Stoops is going to be joining us. So we'll get Bob's thoughts on Roy Williams going to the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Bob was sitting courtside at the OU Iowa State basketball game. We'll chop it up with Bob coming up next hour. That's that's always a good time. Odds to be the 2022 national champion, according to Caesars Sportsbook. Bama and Georgia are both your favorites at plus 325. Then you have Ohio Shocking. State at 7 to 1, Clemson at 12 to 1, and then OU and USC both at 25 to 1. I think there's only three teams next year that I would entertain as putting money to win the national championship. And those three teams are Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. And really, I'm tempted to only heavily consider one because with Bryce Young coming back, uh, with what Will Anderson coming back next year, the best defensive player in college football, the PO'd uh, Nick Saban revenge tour that's going to happen next year. Uh, yeah, me thinks Alabama's probably going to return back and, and win another one next season. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's kind of the foregone conclusion. Another uh, offseason for Bryce Young being the guy. Uh, you would think they just get healthier on the offensive side of things. Uh, that offensive line gets better for Bama going into 2022. Yeah, that, that I mean, just different year, same theme going into the college football season is that Bama is going to be looked at as the team to beat. I mean, that's just the way yeah. it's going to be for the foreseeable future. I am interested to see what Georgia does next. Um, does Georgia win their first national championship since 1980 and have the championship hangover that we see from so many uh, sports teams that finally break through and win their first one in a long, long time? Or does Georgia really capitalize and kind of, you know, what we talked about yesterday, could Georgia turn into the new Clemson of college football, which is... You know, they win a couple titles. They don't necessarily dethrone Alabama, but they're clearly the second-best program in the sport. I think Georgia could, could definitely do that, and I think the next two to three years for that program is very critical. They're already recruiting at a high level, and they are definitely going to reap some benefits of winning a national championship. Georgia's in the best spot they've ever been in, and kind of parlaying this one title last night into maybe two to three more in the next five to seven years. Yeah, we'll I, I mean, next year is going to be kind of the deciding factor on that. It's kind of weird to say that immediately your title defense is going to be the deciding factor there, but with Alabama uh, being who they are, if they go out there and they win another national title, it's like, oh, okay, it's it, it's just another year. We're still all living in Alabama's world. So, yeah, I, I think that very much so that this is something that Georgia – can build off of because Kirby Smart was building quite a bit of momentum. There was a lot of conversations about what you remember that whenever the fairy tale was out there that Dabo Sweeney was coming to Oklahoma oh, and people people were saying, <laughs> well, you have to you have to look at it as they're getting killed and recruiting right now by Georgia and that's the reason. So Georgia already made 
huge strides when it came to recruiting. They go and win the national title. They beat the team that you have to beat every single year to be able to go do that. So, yeah, I mean, they get the monkey off their back. You would think that this could build towards something more for Kirby Smart in Georgia. I, I, I uh, saw an incredible stat last night. Actually, I think it was this morning after the game. Bama has either won or lost to the team that won the, the national championship in 14 of Saban's 15 years at Bama. I'll repeat, either Alabama has won the national title or they've lost to the team that's won the national title 14 out of Saban's 15 years. And the only exception, the only year that that didn't happen was Auburn in 2013. And Auburn actually uh, gave up the lead with 13 seconds left in that football game. Uh, Auburn was ahead with like 25 seconds left until Florida State State scored that late touchdown. Gosh. Goodness so, gracious. yeah. That was before we knew that uh, Jameis Winston was pretty much a psychopath, too. So, Yeah, we didn't find out that Jameis was a psychopath until a couple months later. Right. You know? Yeah. Which is quite the shame. We <laughs> we only got one year of him being a psychopath in Tallahassee. Yeah, like. I mean, we really, we, we the, uh, the fact that he didn't pan out long-term in the NFL with him eating Ws and everything really kind of... Uh, that's that's the real loss for everybody out there. Georgia's got an interesting week one game next year. They play their old defensive coordinator, Dan Lanning, and the Oregon Ducks week one in Atlanta. So not better not be a championship hangover for Georgia. They uh, and, and that's the thing, and that's what makes Nick Saban ah, – there's many things that make him the, the goat in all of college football. This is probably the number one reason. It's one thing to get to the top of the mountain, but can you sustain Florida was at the top of the mountain when Bama was making their run. Florida got to the top of the mountain with Chris Leak and Tim Tebow, but they couldn't sustain it, right? And then you were looking at LSU. LSU got to the top of the mountain early on in Saban's tenure uh, at Alabama. LSU got there, but they couldn't sustain it. Clemson got there. They've sustained it longer than others. But Auburn got there. They couldn't sustain Auburn, it. Like, is Georgia just going to be the next in the line of, they break through, they win a national championship, but they can't sustain it. It takes you, you want to talk about psychopaths? Yeah. It takes a psychopath to be able to get to the top and sustain it mm-hmm. for fifteen years like Nick Saban's yeah. been able to do. It it does feel different than that LSU team, at least, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, it, that was just such a great collection of talent, offensively especially. Just look at it. All those guys that were on that offense basically are starting right now in the NFL. So it just feels different with this Georgia team, with the way that the roster is built, with the way the coaching staff has been, and it's been uh, – you've had continuity there. And now you Obviously, you lose landing, and that's going to be different moving forward. But – I mean, everybody, we were, once again, let's go back to the OU coaching search. Whenever Lanning was brought up as a possibility for OU, how much, everybody talked about how much did he actually control and how much of it was Kirby Smart's input on the defense. So, I, I, I think that it feels very different for Georgia. It feels like they have the sustainability based on the, their rankings and recruiting, the continuity they've had at the head coach position, and his ability to gather good assistance. Obviously, we'll have to wait and see, but it feels different than it did, at least with LSU yeah. with that order. Well, let, let's hope that it's not different because uh, OU rolling into the SEC when Nick Saban is still there and Georgia at the height of their program. 
Oh boy, you might not have to be playing those two teams every year, but that would uh, make life pretty difficult to win a conference title. No doubt about that. All right, we'll get to uh, more of your texts coming up on the other side. More Sooners as well. We're closing it up. Coming up next right here on Locked In with McComas and Thune on the ref. Teddy and Tyler telling it like it is. Whether it's what you want to hear or not, every day from 2 to 6 on the home of Sooner fans. Chapel supplies you with industrial cleaning products that are built to last. Chapel supplies you with the highest quality pressure washers on the market and a lifetime commitment to the service and support of your machine. Unlike most retailers, Chapel pressure washers run for hours, not minutes, and handle your toughest jobs without a pause. From simple projects around your home to industrial facility upkeep, Chapel supplies you with the tools to tackle every job. Chapel supplies you. Yeah, hi there. My name is Bob and I, I need some help. Uh, I haven't filed my taxes in over five years. Um, I haven't told my wife about it and I really need to figure this thing out. Hi, uh, my husband and I owe about $14,000 in back taxes and I'm afraid uh, we might end up losing our business. I really don't want that to happen. I'm Rod Polston, founder at Polston Tax. We get calls like these all the time. Good, hardworking people who don't know where to turn when they're facing tax problems. Yeah, I've been getting these letters from the IRS. I don't know what I should do. At Polston Tax, we know what to do when it comes to dealing with the IRS. We've helped more than 2,000 individuals in the last year alone save over $17 million in back taxes. Call us today for a no-risk-free consultation so we can develop a plan specifically for you. Call Polston Tax at 405-928-5597. That's 405-928-5597. Looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. Are you or your loved ones looking for an independent living community in Norman? Silver Elm Estates Norman is locally owned and operated and is conveniently located off 36 and Rock Creek. Silver Elm provides 24-hour safety for residents while still allowing them to maintain their independence. The community offers multiple apartment floor plans, restaurant-style dining, weekly housekeeping services, exercise and wellness programs, and much more. Call 405-515-8300 to schedule a tour of the family-owned facility today. You'll be impressed with what Silver Elm has to offer. Silver Elm Estates Norman. At Armstrong Bank, we want your financial life to be easy, however you choose to bank with us. Safely in person, in the drive-thru, by phone, or online. With Armstrong Digital Banking, you can pay bills, make deposits or transfers, and set up account alerts anywhere and anytime. You can even start a conversation with an Armstrong banker. Proudly serving our community since 1909, our digital banking technology allows our customers one more way to experience the Armstrong difference. Visit armstrong.bank to learn more about our digital banking today. Member FDIC. How about some new Sooner gear for the new year? You will find it all at Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner. Locally owned for more than 45 years, Jerry and Libby would like to say thank you to our many loyal customers. Basketball season is in full swing, and you can support the Sooners with a new shirt, hat, or maybe a jacket to keep you nice and warm. With OU baseball and softball just around the corner, they have just what you need for a game or just saying, I am a Sooner fan. 
The selection of Oklahoma merchandise is second to none, and you will find some unique items that you won't find anywhere else. Look at our new OU recliner covers or some framed photos of OU heroes. Maybe you need a new Sooner flag or license plate frame, or maybe an OU coffee mug for mom or dad. You will find great brands like Jordan, Nike, Champion, Game Day Couture, and others with sizes from infant through adult. Go to Balfour or shop online at crimsonbrow.com, where you will find everything Sooner. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. NextGen. Experience the next generation of personal training at Norman's NextGen Fitness. This is Miles, one of the trainers at NextGen. Our unique design at NextGen Fitness includes private and group personal training along with personalized programs that our elite trainers can provide for you. Call 405-360-0001 or stop by and let myself or our team of elite trainers train you. NextGen Fitness. We've been social distancing for years. Norman, Edmund, Tulsa. There's a couple other tidbits out there regarding the OU football team. Um, it, it was another report today. I, I think we've most of us have known this now for about two to three weeks. But, yes, though it's not official, OU is still expected to add Jay Valai as corners coach. He was corners coach at Alabama. I would expect that to become public, uh, I mean, probably by the end of the week. Though, I don't know, it doesn't seem like very many teams are – you know, in that big of a rush to name their new assistants uh, official, like make those hires official, Grinch just officially got hired yesterday at USC, and that deal's been going on for over a month. Well, and we kind of thought that the Bates move was pretty official like last Tuesday, yeah. and then over the weekend he finally makes a Twitter official too. So who knows? Uh, also, OU ended up at number 10 in the final AP poll, if you, if you care about that at all. Does anyone care about that at all? Sure, why not? It is impressive that they still finished as a top 10 team while the head coach had one foot out the door uh, pretty much the entire season. So, if you want to know how elite OU is, they don't even need the head coach to be all in during a season to finish in the top 10. There you go. Throw that stat out there somewhere. I'm sure maybe that's never happened before. Who knows? Hey, before we get out of here, uh, let's let's uh, hit it on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. What's 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 going on? Uh, okay. Here's a question for you on the text line: Is Chip Viney still here, or is he gone elsewhere at this point? Uh, I think he's still here. I mean, not in a like full time assistant role, but I do not. I don't think that he's been hired yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, uh, kind of the same role he was before. Um, this one says Lincoln Riley is way overrated. His offensive philosophy is QB run and deep ball or bust. Good luck with your quote unquote development out there, Caleb. I'm much more excited about the possible addition of Jackson Dart to go along with Dylan Gabriel under Jeff Levy with a much better and physical defense. Be a pretty good one-two punch at quarterback, and I think it would be a legitimate quarterback battle. I don't even necessarily know. 
who I would favor going into that. Probably Dylan Gabriel, I guess, because he's had experience with Jeff Lebby. Um, that w- that wouldn't be the ultimate determining factor of who wins the starting job, but I feel like Dylan Gabriel would be starting out, you know, maybe at a place where Jackson Dart isn't if 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 that is the situation that happens. Yeah, he would be the front runner going yeah. into the off season, I would think. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, okay. Another uh, Kendall wishing you a happy birthday on the text line. Thank you. Uh, somebody letting you know. Uh, careful, Tyler. Sunshine pumping can lead to some serious burns. It can. Um, but if my sunshine sunshine pumping means that OU is going to be better than the twenty fifth best team in the country, then uh, I'll wear that. I'll wear the sunshine pumping badge if if that's what it takes. Wow, we've got we've got a little bit of a thesis here. I'll try to get through it. There is a huge difference between your wishful, youthful opinions and reality. Reality is what everyone saw last night. Not one offensive lineman or defensive lineman that OU fielded this past year could start for either Bama or Georgia or many other SEC teams. And my 74-year-old recollection and listening to you and Teddy during this past season after the Texas game is that you guys were touting Caleb Williams as a Heisman candidate for sure. Now you lead off your show using statistics to show how mediocre Caleb Williams was. What changed? When was did, it the transfer portal? When did I ever compare OU to Georgia and Alabama? I, I don't know. I never compared OU to Georgia Alabama. At no point during this hour did I say, uh, I didn't throw out a, a Neville Gallimore last night saying that OU would run both, the, both of the teams that were on the field. Hey, I recognize OU's got a long way to go. All I said this hour is I don't think people nationally going into next year are giving OU enough respect because the respect that they're giving them is a fringe top 25 team. That's it. All right, Bob Stoops coming up at 320. The Rush coming up next. Uh, Tyler and Teddy right here on The Ref. Homeless Center fans. Football. You love it. We love it. You live it. We live it. You need it. We got it. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush right here on The Ref. Sports Radio Network. Sports Talk, 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, The Ref, Sports Radio Network. Don't miss the Norris Marine in-house boat show sales event because we actually have 2022 models in stock today. From January 10th through the 16th, get Tracker bass boats starting at $188 per month, Sun Tracker fishing barges for $265 a month, Ranger Riata pontoons starting